Welcome to Nothing to Hide, the Moore & Giles podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Calfee. Moore & Giles is one of America's oldest leather companies. We were founded during the heart of the Great Depression here in Lynchburg, Virginia in 1933. And almost 100 years later, our leadership is still in pursuit of one thing, the world's finest leather. Perhaps we've even touched your life. Maybe it was in a hotel lobby or your home, or perhaps this morning when you went to get a cup of coffee, you found your favorite leather chair in the corner, you settled in. Well, that leather is probably Moore & Giles too. Our goal was simply just to share some stories within this podcast, to take you on a journey, to let you experience what we experience. We'll teach you how leather's made and give you insight to some of the subtle nuances of the material. Did you know it's one of man's oldest materials? We're also going to take you to meet some of our favorite people in the world, designers and creative influencers, and people that are connected to Moore & Giles through one thing, leather. We hope you join us on the Moore & Giles podcast, Nothing to Hide. Hey guys, this is Daryl Calfee, and this is the Moore & Giles Nothing to Hide podcast. We're actually on the road today for a fun little segment. We are in Atlanta, Georgia, in the Moore & Giles Airstream, parked outside of Verde Home. And to give you guys a picture, we are essentially a rolling mobile showroom. So all of the interior of the Airstream is outfitted with leather. It's beautiful, there's color everywhere, but there's also a bar. And so basically we are an entertainment facility on wheels. All that to say, we have a fantastic Airstream driver by the name of Rodney Lawn. Rodney, say hey. Hey, everybody. Rodney has been driving the Airstream for several years, and so we thought it would be fun to ask him a few questions about being on the road. All right, Rodney, let's paint a picture for the guys out there listening. It is a 1973 Airstream, correct? It's actually a 1971, according to the registration, but I think it's close enough. The 32-foot Airstream that's been totally redone into a mobile showroom for Moore & Giles leather products. It's a beautiful vehicle, and I uh, get a lot of comments on the road. It's a great gig. So Rodney has been our Airstream driver now for how many years, Rodney? Uh, nine years now. So Rodney has been on the road across the country 10 times? Probably, yeah, 10 times. So what you guys need to know about Rodney is, is that he also takes this opportunity to paint and to basically aggregate stories, and he always brings those home. So I wanted to ask him a couple fun stories, but first, shout out to our folks at Verde Home in Atlanta. We're actually parked out in front of Verde Home, and we just did a activation with American Leather and Lux Magazine. Man, what a great group of individuals and designers that came through today, so big shout out to them. All right, Rodney, tell us a funny story from the road. First of all, I would ask you, what's the worst thing that's ever happened? You know, oddly enough, there hasn't been that many bad things. I guess... I had the vehicle broken into in Amarillo, Texas last spring. That was kind of sad. Broken you know, into? What did they steal? I had an old iPod. Who has an iPod anymore? But I had one in the center console of the truck that we pulled the Airstream with. You know, I thought it was a really secure location in Amarillo, Texas, and I'd stayed there before. I'm kind of careful where I stay because uh, the Airstream it draws a lot of attention. and. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes it's not a good thing because I want to kind of blend in when I'm at a hotel overnight on the road. But anyway, got up the next morning and the window was broken out of the truck. And, oh, no. But they didn't get very much. And fortunately, the Airstream wasn't damaged or broken into. And so that's the worst thing. There have been a lot of good things. I love that to part. Counter that. Well, the Airstream, to, again, to paint a picture for people, is this big silver bean, essentially, right? We polish it, shine it 
every season before it hits the road. I mean, it's actually like a mirror. So there's no good way to hide it. And that's the beauty of it. But at the same time, like it does draw attention. So even on our trip down here to Atlanta, we saw people driving by and honking and half of them were just, I think, checking themselves out in the side of it as they drove. Exactly. Especially motorcycles seem to like to ride up beside and I noticed that they're always looking over there and you know they stay right beside the airstream looking at themselves because it is a really pretty mirrored finish unlike a lot of airstreams that are kind of satin yeah. yeah look but so this is uh this has really been redone nicely and gets a lot of attention especially in truck stops and getting fuel people come up I've given many tours of the Airstream and gas stations all around the country. That's awesome. So Rodney puts a lot of miles on the truck, a lot of miles on Airstream every year. I think a lot of people would ask you like, man, what do you pull the Airstream with? What's your answer on that? Well, we have a three-quarter ton pickup truck, a GMC 2500 that has a little shell on the back for hauling a lot of different things, keeping them out of the weather. And it works really well. We go over the high mountain passes of outside of Denver over to Salt Lake City, the Rockies, and, you know, it does great. The Airstreams, you know, were historically kind of lightweight and aerodynamic, and so it really pulls easily. I guess one of the challenges is parking more than anything else. I think when it was manufactured in 71, it was probably the longest that they made at the time. It's 32 feet long. They might make a 35-foot one now. I learned a lot about them being on the road because yeah. it rest stops other airstream owners you know, yeah. come up and you know you want to look inside and they're kind of shocked to see this pretty much open inside it's just a showroom with a bar and a sofa and racks for hanging leather hides and so it's always an attraction wherever we go i think one of my favorite things about the airstream is that it's a conversation starter like you're saying so yeah. whether it's a, a truck stop or we're at a trade show, or we're here today, like a customer activation kind of piece. What's the most common thing you hear people ask or say when they first engage you? I guess what year it is, because, you know, Airstreams have kind of changed over the years, and folks that know Airstreams or know travel trailers can tell an old one when they see it, so they ask what year, and when they notice that it's not a travel trailer and it's not a camper, then they're really interested. I ended up, like I said, opening the door and yeah. showing them inside. But I guess that's the most common thing. And then, of course, we have our brand, Moran Giles, written on the outside of the Airstream. And leather since 1933, I think, is written. And so a lot of people want to know, well, what kind of leather do you do? So it gives a chance to give a little short spiel about what the company does. 1933 is an important date, not only for ourselves, and that was our founding year, but also for Airstream as a company. They were founded in the exact same year, which I think is really interesting. And a lot of these travel trailers will have red numbers on the front. Have you ever been asked about our numbers on the front? Yes, I have. And I guess there was an Airstream Club. group, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so we do have a number, but over our number has been put the year that Moore and Giles started in 1933. I always thought that was really interesting because some of the same values of Airstream and Moore and Giles, you know, of kind of really high quality leather yeah. in Moore and Giles' case. And Airstreams are known for their high quality and durability, and it's an interesting comparison between the two companies. Last year, how many miles did you do? About 15,000 last year, which is a little bit high. I went to California in the spring, and then Florida in the fall, and then back to Las Vegas in the fall. So it was cross country almost four, two round trips. You're in the truck most of the time by yourself right. how do you break it up and like how do you handle a drive across the country well I listen to different things some talk radio music I like music you know yeah. one thing you can just carry on and sing out on the road nobody's gonna criticize <laughs> you. 
one of my little sayings is, you know, once I get across the Mississippi River, it just gets nice. I like the East, but living in the East, you get a little bored, I guess, traveling up and down Interstate 95. But yeah, I do like the West. And being an artist, yeah. I really like the landscapes and I just like the color and the light and everything in the West. Rodney is a painter by trade and a really good one, specifically landscapes, right, Rodney? Mm -hmm. And so this tour that you go on a couple times a year really affords you the opportunity to paint different landscapes and see the country in a different way. Have you picked out a favorite spot to paint. I do like the Southwest, like New Mexico and the colors and the light. I've always liked that even before I started taking the Airstream out, but the more I see of it, the more I like that. I, I like mountains too. I love like that route from Denver over to Salt Lake. I think it's beautiful. You go through a really pretty section of eastern Utah. Like it's just the colors and, and the light so interesting to me. I think this year we're going to the Pacific Northwest. I think that'll be really interesting because I mean, have family up there and we visited there a number of times. That's a pretty part of the country, too. If somebody wanted to check out more on Rodney Lawn's art, paintings, where would we find you at? Well, I have a website, Rodney Lawn. The last name is L-A-U-G-H-O-N. And Rodney's laughing because I commonly mispronounce it. So Everybody does. So it's RodneyLawn.com. I have a website and update it as much as I can. But I also have a Facebook. I try and post things from the road on Facebook or Instagram. People seem to like to follow where you're going next. Or friends do, anyway. Well, we are literally going to be on the road all year. We're headed out west this spring, and then we'll follow it up this fall with Cross Country Tour again. Rodney, thanks so much for taking a moment with us. I know you gotta get the trailer ready to go and head back home. We'll see you on the road, man. Yeah, please come along. All right, safe travels. Thank you. Thank you.